Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. Nobody's walking out on this fun old-fashioned family Christmas. No, no, we're all in this together. Central Maine's best comics podcast, by default. Fragile. It must be Italian. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. I didn't know you had elves working here. Uh, oh, God, there we go. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> the mic. <laughs> I'm sure they could hear us on the microphone, so I couldn't hear it on the headphones. Oh, well, I mean, it's not like you said much. You were like, uh, uh, damn. Uh. I was going to say, happy holidays. Mm, and the merry bells keep ringing. Yeah. It's snowy. It's a winter wonderland out there tonight. That's unfortunate. <laughs> I'm not a fan, but here we are. I like it. I didn't, I like, I don't know. I love that first, like, significant, like, not saying that like the three or four inches we got was significant, but like the first kind of like decently accumulating snow of the year is always kind of magical. But it's going to be gone this week. It's supposed to be like 50 and raining on Saturday. So, yeah, it's one of those things where like, look, global warming is or climate change, whatever you want to call it. Um, I will always admit that Democrats uh, have a terrible labeling problem of issues. Uh, well, I mean, climate change for as bad as it is. We live in New England. So at the same time, I go, eh, could be worse. It's true. (laughs) Less snow. All right. Not a globalist take, but... I like snow, though. I'd like to go snowboarding once, maybe twice, and that'll be about it. I'm going to go skiing a bunch. I won't snowboard. True, because you don't snowboard. No, I don't. (laughs) I mean, I I did it one time, and I broke my collarbone, and it was kind of like, oh, this is a turn off to snowboarding. I can't help you with that. I like go. I like being pointed in the direction I'm going. I don't want to be on my like sideways to it. There's too much like I'd rather lean side to side to control because it's more like walking than lean front to back. So you just want to have a pizza slice going down the whole thing like a child. No, I'm French fries, baby. <laughs> pizza slice, baby. French fries for days. <laughs> All right, let her rip, baby. What are we going on this week? All kinds of stuff. Yeah, um, that was a big week. The holiday. Yeah, the holidays. Um, I. Th- I guess we can do a little bit of a programming note. Oh, okay. I, I had a thought. All right, I'm listening. Uh, just the way the holidays are falling this year. Normally, we take off one week for the holidays. Are you suggesting two? I was suggesting two. Okay, that's fine. I, to be honest, like, it's not- Like, next week would be our last show of 2020? Yeah, I think so. We'll, we'll, 2021, we'll, sorry. We'll, we'll do the awards. Oh, the awards next week? The Eddies. So, the problem, the one problem with that, though, is- No Matrix, no Boba Fett. No Spider-Man. Why did I buy you tickets then? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Um, but I don't know. The holidays are falling weirdly on a weekend, and no one's going to listen to this like leading up into it. So here's my suggestion. All right, here, let me hear me out. So I'm listening. Next weekend is Spider Man, right? Is it? I don't know. It's the 16th. When is that? Next, uh, next week. Okay. So why don't we? We got to finish Hawkeye too. We don't have to finish. No, Hawkeye. but next. So this is this is what I'm proposing. Okay, just hear me out. We can do like what the like big time radio shows do. Like we can just take a, a day and like let's say Are you saying we do an abbreviated show? No, no, no. We just record two shows in one day. Or do or we do our regular or we can just do our regular show next week. We can't do the Matrix either then. Well that's fine. <laughs> what are you literally five minutes ago you're like the Matrix is the greatest thing I've ever seen in that's my life. Not true. I've seen a lot of great things in my life. What I'm saying is this. Okay, so what's next what would next week be? Next Wednesday for Hawkeye. Right, what, but there's no real other content other than that, is there? The Eddies. So we could record the Eddies next week, but Spider-Man's like the biggest MCU movie to come out, like the multiverse. What day of the week is this? It's Wednesday. So this is what I'm saying. Now I'm looking at calendar. This is a conversation that should have happened. It should have, but this is pulling the curtain back. What if 
what if we just skip next Wednesday, see Spider-Man, we're seeing it on Friday, right? We're seeing it Thursday. Thursday, so Friday's a drinking day. <laughs> Whatever, we'll, we'll figure it out. So, no, I'm just saying we could record Friday night, we could do a, a banger. Well, no, because like Friday night, like I may want to go do something. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll we, figure it out. We got a couple more weeks. Maybe we'll take some. T- we're taking at least one week off. Maybe two. Maybe less because of Spider Man. Well, I don't like. I don't want to record a show going like Christmas. Well, we could record a show Christmas week. Or we could always just do an abbreviated one that's all Spider Man and skip the rest of. The- eh, well, whatever. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. No, but I agree. We should take like at least a week off around the holidays. We will. But um, doesn't mean I'm not going to come over. Oh, by the way, just a, an FYI. You know how we usually get rip roaring festive on Christmas. I'm going to be gone. Oh, that's okay, because I wasn't going to really get rip-roaring because I'm going to the Patriots game the next day. Oh, no kidding. So, yeah, I, I uh, bought tickets. Me and a couple of buddies bought tickets to go see them play the Bills. Well, thanks the day for after inviting Christmas. me. It wasn't really my idea, but... I would have dove through a table. I know you would have, but it's... Uh, I would have hit someone with a table. I would have co- dove through some that coaching table, buddies. picked it up in two halves, and hit people with the two halves. Oh, then damn, I'm going to find a ticket right now <laughs> for you to join us. <laughs> they were expensive. Holy shit. I'm sure they were. Uh, the... So it ended up being like three hundred and thirty bucks a piece after fees. Uh, that's not awful. Well, we found some really good seats on like a like StubHub or those other like third party vendors. Yeah. Do you know what the fees were per ticket? Eighty bucks. A hundred. So I was pretty, close to hundred. Yeah. I was pretty close. No. So uh, me, my buddy Zach. Not me. Not you. Different Zach. Spelled the same way. No, he's Zach with a K. I think. Mm. I can't remember. The lesser way. When, when I was a kid, I used to think that was the girly way to do it. Uh, our friend, for, for some reason, I thought K was a girlier letter uh, than H. Our friend Craig and our our friend Joe. It's all basketball coaches going. Cra- Mutual friend Mike was going to try and go, but the cost became much higher when we added a fifth ticket. Although we could have probably gotten two more tickets, and you and him both could have gone. Well, there we go. I'm left out. I could still look into it if you want to pay four hundred, <laughs> like three hundred and fifty bucks. Not particularly. Okay, so there you go. So why complain? <laughs> Because I would have hit a man with a table. Well, I mean, we could leave you in the parking lot and you could tailgate and get drunk the whole time <laughs> next to a fire in a barrel. All right. And uh, it might end up being a Sunday night game. That game will probably get... We'll talk about it during sports reports. We got an... Uh, I don't know. I'm looking at my notes. I know what we're doing. It's a long-ass preamble, by the way. <laughs> what are we doing? We got the news this week. Yes, we do. We got this week in video game history. That's right. Sports reports. We, we got a new number one team in the AFC. Yeah, you've heard half of those reports already. Yeah. Uh, Hawkeye. We're doing Hawkeye episodes one through four. That's so good. And your questions. Mm. And uh, did you say, oh yeah, you said video game history. Yeah, I did. And the news. Yes, I said all these things. Okay, just making sure. Finding a table to hit you with. No, I'm not. <laughs> all right, let's drive in from there to the nudes. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. The Batman is coming up, and one or two spinoff TV series are happening. I feel like one of them got canned. I can't remember now. Really? But it has been officially announced that Colin Farrell will be starring in an HBO Max series about the Penguin's rise to power. Cobblepot! Which is just what the Gotham show was, minus Jada Pinkett Smith. Fish Mooney. I only watched the first, I didn't even finish the first season of that show, it sucked, but it was all about the co- the Penguin's rise to power. <laughs> Great, again, uh. except this time it's Colin Farrell under a lot of prosthetics. Sure, why not? I like Colin Farrell. He's fun. When has he not been fun? When he was Bullseye. He was- Actually, um, it was really fun when he was Bullseye. I was going to say, he was the best part of that movie because he was nothing but fun. <laughs> Colin Farrell is always fun, so sure, why not? Why not a, sh- a TV show with him? It's like when he shows up and things. He's fun. He's a good. He's a good time. He, yeah, 
You ever see In Bruges? Watch In Bruges. I've not seen In Bruges. It's a great time. Speaking of the movie Daredevil, spinoff to the character TV Daredevil. Uh-oh. Kevin Feige has confirmed that maybe if at some point, we don't know when, the Daredevil would return to the MCU, he would be played by Charlie Cox. Well, now. Well, considering we've seen a leaked photo of him <laughs> yeah. in Spider-Verse, uh, maybe sometime if we see him, we know it will be him. And it's, yeah, canon. It's all part of the MCU. It doesn't really affect anything too much. Also, hilarious to see uh, Twitter react to Kingpin not being in this week's Hawkeye, because he's definitely going to be in it probably next week. Yeah, probably. And it was hilarious to see everyone be like, I want to know you're going to get him. Shut up, idiots. I hate Twitter. So yeah, Charlie Cox, who's definitely back, is definitely back. Yeah, I mean, how, how do what we are, not? What are the chances? I got to tell you, I'm shocked and surprised. Let's do the sad news of the week. Like, legitimately sad news. Okay. Big time famed comics artist George Perez, famous for doing stuff like uh, New Teen Titans, which a lot of people will put in like their like top 10 comics of all time. Infinity Gauntlet, Avengers, uh, ha- has been diagnosed with terminal cancer. Oh, no. Where he has six months to a year to live based on uh, doctor's appointments and whatnot. He has opted to not get treatment and just kind of ride things out. That's sad. Yeah, he's huge. He's huge. I mean, uh, the other, like another biggie, just things that are popping into my head, like Crisis on Infinite Earths. Like, that's another big one that he did. Like, massive, massive talent. He had such a signature, I was going to say style, like in art, but I also meant like in fashion. Like, everything he showed up to, he showed up like into like an Aloha shirt. He was, oh, yeah. he was just such an easy guy to point out, like, oh, who's the bald guy with a goatee and an Aloha shirt? Like, oh, that's George Perez. Seems like the guy is just like, I'm here to have a good time. He wasn't. I mean, he was I'm here wearing a Hawaiian shirt and bald with a goatee, and yeah, he was massive in the industry. We'll drink with umbrella in it. I mean, since like the early '80s, maybe the late '70s. But I mean, he's been around forever, and he's kind of one of like. I mean, Christ, look at Endgame. Like, you don't get Endgame without George Perez. No. I say that like I know that I, for I know, a fact. No, it, it's it's legitimately sad, and I understand his choice to, like, you know, you're, you're on limited time, so why not, like, why go through the kind of, like, suffering of, like, chemotherapy and stuff like that? It is legitimately sad, and I know that he is checking, like, online stuff. Like, he's, he also said, like, I can't get back to everyone. You don't need to get back to him, but, like, if you, like, go to, like, his, I think Facebook is the thing that he uses the most. If you go to his Facebook and just be like, you know, you fucking rocked, like, anything like that, just send love to the man. Like, he is unfortunately on his way out. He's a massive titan of the industry. It's very, very deeply sad. And, you know, take the 30 seconds it would take to just be like, hey, like, fucking love what you did. Yeah. It's worthwhile for such a huge talent like really can't be understated like he's one of those guys like he's one of those like top like 15 creators of all time like huge huge name and yeah i mean cancer is a fucking bitch yeah 110 percent. so i'm mean, awful to hear about his diagnosis but he's you know there's still some time left so you know spare a couple seconds just to pass on a kind word if you can all right that um yeah it's really sad but so from that, uh, oh, to something way more positive. Okay, please, because that was really down. It, it was, man. It, it does fucking suck. It's, it sucks so hard. Yes. Uh, Batman the Animated Series is coming back. Oh, that doesn't suck at all. No, that kind of rocks. Uh, it's coming back as an audio drama. You had mentioned this on... No, I haven't. Didn't you... 
Because there's been like five different Batman audio dramas. Wasn't there one on like HBO Max? Yeah. Okay. It, it was awful. I listened to like all right. So like parts. I wasn't going crazy. Like that was a thing. Yeah. No. Okay. It, it was terrible. Really, really, really awful. Plus, like you like really hated it. Like you can't like. I feel like that's a medium that you absorbed like in a car or mowing the lawn or snow blowing as it would be this time of year. But and you really <laughs> can't do that on like. Unless you did HBO Max on your phone. Yeah, I did it at work. Just I put it on like yeah. a tab in the background. It sucked. It was so bad. I hated it. It was just like weird SNL cast members just like popping up, just being themselves. Wasn't great. But Batman the Animated Series is coming back with original cast members, or original writers. And my God, yeah, sure. Why not? That sounds a lot cheaper than, you know, putting together a whole new show. Because there's already like another Batman animated show on the way. So sure, why not? You want to give me Kevin Conroy? Great. You want to give me Mark Hamill? Great. You want to give me John Glover, who was the Riddler? I had to clarify that one because it wasn't as obvious. Okay, great. I had no idea. He was also in Batman and Robin, and he was also Lex Luthor's dad in Smallville. He's all he's got his hands all over DC stuff. Good. He was also in Scrooged. I love that movie. I can't remember what his character name was, but he was in Scrooge. He's great in that movie too. I love that movie. It's uh, one of my top. I don't know top ten Christmas movies. That's hard to pick. Oh, easily, Maybe. easily top. Oh, top ten. I don't. Know. I'm just trying to think. It would be top five. I think it would crack top five for me. I gotta think. In no particular order: Christmas Vacation, Elf. Oh. You see, those two, I don't think would crack my top five. Really? I like them, but I don't think they would crack top five. Like if I had to go like an easy two, I'd say like uh, the animated Grinch. I'd say Scrooged. Yeah, Scrooge is there. Animated Grinch. Oh, Mickey's Christmas Carol. I don't care that it's still in that same story, but twice over. Rudolph, the Rankin-Bass Rudolph. Oh, I know you hate that. That would go in my bottom 500. Oh, that's the one thing about this Saturday is that's on CBS and I was going to live tweet it this year. Maybe I'll just randomly watch it and live tweet it, but it won't have the same impact because everyone else will be live tweeting it. Sorry, Mike. Got to cancel your birthday plans because I got to live tweet Rudolph. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other Christmas movies off the top of my head that I really... I know we have this debate and I don't know. I kind of... I'm waffling. A friend of mine really made a good point. Like, Die Hard. Not a Christmas movie. Not like a Christmas all the. Movie. Like he like he framed it in a way that really makes sense. Could the events of the movie take place without Christmas? Hundred percent. So He's it like, doesn't really make it a Christmas movie. So die. It's a movie set at Christmas, not a Christmas movie. But there's, both, there's a the, difference. Both, both Die Hard movies, the first two, revolt like happen around Christmas time. Yeah, but the second one isn't very good. <laughs> no, Home Alone. Home Alone is up there. Uh, I don't know if it cracked top five, but maybe cracked top ten for me. Yeah. Home Alone one or two? I think one is. I, I think one is better than two. Oh yeah, I mean I haven't seen two in a long, long time. Man, I've, I've seen g- three in less years than that. I feel as though I've got to come up with like a definitive. What about It's a Wonderful Life? I just watched that uh, two nights ago. The the black and white. Yeah, Not, my, you didn't watch the one that they tried to colorize. No, we watched the black and white one. My wife yep. had never seen it because her dad what, uh, doesn't like what didn't want her his kids to watch it because it was about like negative cash flow. Oh yeah, it's true. <laughs> takes place at the dawn of the depression and i was like we're gonna buck that we're so gonna watch it she had never seen it's a wonderful life until just a couple days ago yeah, like two days ago wow she didn't particularly like it because it's about negative cash flow <laughs> i guess i don't know if that i do love the scene where they're dancing and the floor opens up and they all fall in the pool yeah i mean how do they not notice that was there it was yeah also how cool is it that that school had a retractable basketball floor with a pool underneath it like why don't we have that? This is 2021. That was like the night, the place in the 1930s. Buffalo, man, what you come home tonight? Come home tonight. Yeah, Buffalo just, Girls. Yeah. Just to be clear, that was stuck in my head today. I'm like, 
Because that song still slaps. Man, I guess. <laughs> All right. We, I don't, lo- we lost track I don't th- here. I don't think anyone's ever said that Buffalo Girls, Won't You Come Home Tonight is a song that slaps. Yeah, it was stuck in my head. Oh, and I don't, watched it two days don't let ago. me forget. I've got a video that you need to watch after the show. How? How is that a reminder? Uh, well, it's hilarious. Just it, It's a, the most fantastic thing that's happened to me is finding this channel. Great. Okay. All right. So whatever. Uh, we, boy, we lost track of ourselves there. Now I'm going to come up with a definitive like top 10 Christmas holiday movie. Peacemaker. We forgot to talk about the first trailer when it came out. Oh, yeah. Second trailer. Looks good. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hard take. Hard take. It looks enjoyable. That James Gunn thing where there's a ridiculous man. Is John Cena a good actor? Probably. Yeah, I mean, I, he mean was... I don't think he's going to like slap you with something dramatic, but he seems to be able to play comedy really well. Yeah, I think he'll do really well with comedy. I think he could be like the next... I don't know if he's going to be the next Rock, because The Rock was totally... Like Dwayne Johnson, totally different, but it's kind of the same thing that. But he's like happened. way better than like Stone Cold. Yes. Or like Hulk Hogan, or like any of these guys who have tried, like these like wrestlers. Like yeah. Oh no, I mean Dwayne Johnson has made more money in movies than he ever made in wrestling, but he doesn't do it without wrestling, right? Well, let's put it. I feel like you, you say know, the same thing about scale. I would say Batista above Dwayne Johnson. Uh, okay. John Cena below Dwayne Johnson. I'm. Mm, he's he's just I, so good in Blade Runner. <laughs> That's I really think, what I'm basing it on. Oh, he's also good in Guardians. Yeah, I mean, he, no, he I is. Think the not, thing about the Batista is he's landed more, like, bigger roles. I think Dwayne Johnson yes, is he's, a he's, saturation He's theme. landed more roles than the biggest movie star in the world. You're right. Well, no, he's landed, like, like he picks his roles really well. Dwayne's just in everything. Like, the saturation. I enjoyed a Stuber. It was fun. Like, I just think, like, for Dwayne, like, he's got... I mean, he's got all the Fast and the Furious. Peacemaker. Well, no, but hold on. I want to flush this out. He's got all those Fast and the Furious movies, but he's been like two or three different Disney movies, like more, like more than two or three different the, Disney the movies. The Tooth Fairy. Yeah, the Scorpion Tooth King. Tooth Fairy. Uh, that Race one to, with Sean Race William Witch. Scott, uh, where they're in a jungle. Oh, um, yeah, that one too. The Rundown or something? Yes, The Rundown. Is that what it was called? It was called The Rundown. <laughs> Pulled that out of my ass. That was, oh, good job. So. <laughs> You get three because that's that's the positive reinforcement. It's not the aggressive one, Bell. Yeah, I mean, I think The Rock is like it's been a saturation. Southland Tales. Yes, Gridiron Gang. Sure, he was. I uh, remember. <laughs> uh, Jungle Cruise, Disney's Jungle Cruise. It's not that old. That just happened. Yeah, but he's also well. That just happened. He's got another movie coming. Fine, out. Like, San Andreas. Not that old. We'll just re- mention recent movies. That one where he lost a leg. He's like, I'm in a tower, but it's on fire. Oh, my God. And I got one leg. Doom. Doom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enough Pe- of- what, yes. Peacemaker's coming out. Whatever. It just looks good. Yeah. No, I think Yeah, I think John Cena has really molded a second career for himself. I still can't. I love a good John Cena meme. Like, anytime he's in a picture with somebody, it's like, can't believe this person took that picture by themselves. There's one, like, with him. And then, like, it's him. And it's, like, high school prom. This girl. And underneath it says... Poor girl had to go to prom by herself. Do you understand the meme? No. John Cena's catchphrase when he was a wrestler was, you can't see me. Oh. I think they're clever and funny. Well, I didn't know that was a thing. But now you know. <laughs> there we go. Now you're going to see it. Be I'm like, so glad I was just staring at you blankly like, yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? I get it. The Matrix had another trailer. All right. You had you said you had some strong feelings about this. Um. Well, one, I have, I have a thing. Let's open with a theory. Okay. This um, this movie does a lot of stuff of showing like, hey, this is the past. This is where we are now, including just showing you the Matrix movies on a projector. They're just watching the Matrix. Yeah. 
couple of them. There's like Trinity dying. So like, I, I don't think we saw anything from Revolutions, but there was definitely stuff from the original Matrix. It's like the Rocky Four of the Matrix. And, and like Matrix here's some here's reloaded. a montage. Yeah, we're just watching the Matrix. We see the Jonathan Gaff Graff, whatever his name is, Graff or Gaff. <laughs> King King George, yeah, the guy from Hamilton. He's playing um, the Agent Smith role, and I, and from all accounts, that is entirely based on scheduling conflicts. I totally believe that he is like Agent Smith in whatever this version is. There's no way to, that he isn't. Yeah, uh, well, that's where I'm leaning. Okay, because I feel like New Morpheus isn't actually Morpheus. I f- and Lawrence Fishburne's like, oh, they never asked me back. Blah blah blah. I feel like that's a bait and switch. I feel like real Morpheus is still out there. I feel like it could be like. I feel like this is a fake. I feel like he's a fake out Morpheus. Yeah, like a uh, like a temptation of Jesus kind of thing. Like he's like sure. Yeah, it's Agent Smith, but he's like hiding and lurking in a fake Morpheus. I just I don't think he's Lawrence Fishburne's Morpheus. I feel like he's something else. I feel like this movie is gonna like our like our cliffhanger is gonna be like seeing real Morpheus somewhere. I feel like that's where this is gonna end. That's not base. I haven't read anything about that. Yeah. I got nothing to back it up. That's just my feeling is this movie is going to end on a cliffhanger of like Morpheus is still out there. Yeah. I got nothing to back it up. I'd love it. That's just my thought. I'd be down for that. Um, uh, but at the same time, I, this movie, I'm, I want it to be great. I love the first Matrix. I, I was there opening day for the second two. I was a little bit young for the first one because, you know, I was 11. Yeah. But I really, I love the Matrix movies. I love the first Matrix movie, and I've talked about this before. Like, I kind of fell out of love with it for a while because I thought it was like very of its time. And then I kind of came back around to it like, the second time. I'm like, I oh, know these are actually like, or the first one's great. My plan is to rewatch two and three. I haven't seen them in a good long while. I, to be fair, you know, in the time of limited media and like in the early 2000s, I've probably seen them ten times a piece, maybe more. Yeah. So I've seen them. I've seen them well and hard. <laughs> like, so I I wonder just on a theory piece, like was neo did neo ever actually like leave the matrix at some point like is there a point if you go back and watch those movies where they can be like well no neo you really never left the matrix we made you think you leave the matrix and we tricked you into like doing all this other stuff within the matrix to even everything out well it was just purging we don't and we don't actually know if he died but i mean the idea of like the matrix being cyclical with all that stuff of like um like there have been several versions uh, of the one yeah what's his name the Um, architect yes the architect being like you know this is the seventh one vis-a-vis blah 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 like this could just be the eighth version it could very well be like but there's been enough residual and um both like carrie ann moss and um keanu have come out and said like like we had theories about how we were coming back that we read it we couldn't believe it in my head i'm like I bet it's just another version. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's probably oh, just another one. Just that simple, huh? <laughs> That's my guess. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. Like part of what made the first one so good was this like wonderful blending of like practical effects we had never seen before, which now don't really like those don't matter. Like you can do those things a million ways from Sunday and you get like stuff like the silly line at the end of the trailer which i know is supposed to be a big trailer moment but i just read it as such a corn ass line of like i still know kung fu like, well, no that, you also hated who you're gonna call you just you oh yeah hater of great nostalgia those moments you're like yeah that tugs at the heartstring just a little bit i could take a heartstring pull but there's oh yeah like I this still, is a yank probably more than i still know kung fu like shut up speed Speed, not Speed 2. Was he in Speed 2? I don't remember. He was in Speed 1. I don't think he was in two. Speed 2. It was in Speed 2. It was a boat. I don't remember Speed 2 at all. 
Uh, what does that tell you? Jeff Daniels was in Speed. Uh, let's see, Speed 2. Speed 2, Cruise Control. Sandra Bullock and Jason Patrick. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I don't know. I And I, Willem I, Dafoe. I am, I am going into this Matrix movie with a lot of caution, I should say. I would very much like it to be good, <laughs> but I am... You know, the last two in the Animatrix. Also, the second they showed Jada Pickett-Smith being old, I'm like, oh, God, just go away. I'm so sick of hearing about your weird fucking sex life. Oh, as the Oracle? Or their version of the Oracle? Oh, is that what you think it is? That could be a thing. I hope, I mean, I just hope she goes away, but yeah. I mean, I mean, I think she could be the Oracle. Yeah, she's got all that old woman makeup on. Did you see the new Will Smith um, series on Disney Plus? Welcome to Earth. Yeah, I think that's hilarious that they're referencing Independence Day with it. Oh my god, yeah. I just both of you go away. <laughs> I like Will Smith. No, they're just so they they're an example of people who just have too much money and time. Do you know how you find Will Smith in a snowstorm? I don't know. You look for the fresh prints. Oh, that was awful. I hated that. So from I a, thought it was clever and charming. So from a movie I'm like, you know, cautiously optimistic on to, to something my expectations are probably too high for. <laughs> oh, yes. I think you probably have set yourself up for, I don't know. It's it's setting itself up for Into a lot. Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. Across the Spider-Verse or whatever it is, whatever they called it. Part one, so we know there's two more movies coming. Like Phil Lord, Chris Miller said they were just they were working on one movie. They're like, and then suddenly it was two. I'm like, I think that's how movies work. But, you know, you guys would know better than I do. <laughs> Yeah, that massively successful movie. You're going to tell me you're going to make more than one of them? Yeah, a two part. <laughs> Shocked and surprised. That's what I am. Yeah. So it makes it three. It doesn't give you a ton. It, it jumps you right back into that same old Post Malone song. Still listening to that song. That song bangs, dude. What's wrong with that song? I don't know. I've only heard of that nothing. Movie. Nothing. That song is awesome. Like the old man I am, I'm just put off by the way he looks, so I don't listen to his music. Okay, that's fair. Because I'm ancient, apparently. I don't agree with your face tattoos. I'll get off Zach's porch. If you could. For a minute, like, it's hard for you to, like, talk about people who have tattoos. I don't have them on my face. It's, I, it would be an improvement. I also want to get, like, five more. <laughs> I thought you said you gave up on tattoos. Well, I got to either do a thing where I get rid of a bunch of them or I just, like, lean into it. And there's, like, five more I want to get. What do you want to get? I shan't tell you. I guess you'll find out. Unless they're in private areas. No. <laughs> I mean, granted, you do like moon me or flash me once a year, so I moon everyone. That's I, true. I haven't done. I mean, post in a COVID world, I haven't really had the opportunity to moon people. But you put a mask over your butt. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happened. <laughs> some PP, <laughs> some PPE for us. Just a surgical mask. <laughs> God, over my butt. That's terrible. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Spider Verse had. It's not a trailer. It's a first look. Yeah. We do get introduced. The whole scene. We, uh, yeah, I mean, we do get that one scene. Then we get introduced to a new style of animation for the movie of like jumping around universes. It looks like looks like it is more a watch time piece that he can. What I thought was funny about this is I'm watching it, going like, "Oh, it's a Spider-Man movie where they're jumping through things and it's being timed to music." It's like in the Amazing Spider-Man Two when he was fighting the Green Goblin. It was like, like jumping to electrical towers and everyone hated it. I'm like, yes. I guess we got over that. We're fine with it now. I saw an interesting tweet speaking of Spider-Man today. It was somebody that tweeted, in order to understand the new Spider-Man movie, do I have to watch Spider-Man 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 1, and 2 to understand Spider-Man 3? <laughs> yes. Also, this is going to be our eighth Spider-Man movie? That's crazy. 
Well, nine because of Spider-Verse. Oh, ninth Spider-Man movie. Really, tenth because you had Spider-Man one and a half. It was two and a half. Whatever. And it was worse, so don't watch it. Okay, there you go. Yeah, so this will be our tenth Spider-Man movie. No, I mean, it looks fun. Interesting, though, like, I think... It's delivering on all the promises of like, yeah. getting Spider going back in there, the post credit scene of Oscar Isaac's Miguel O'Hare uh, for, for O'Hara. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man 2099, who's celebrating his 30th anniversary this year. Do we get uh, Do we get some Nick Cage noir Spider-Man? Sure, why not? Ah, uh, yes. Uh, no confirmation on that, actually. But, I'd be, I'd, but still, why not? I think you got to like, think about it. Does that also mean that like Garfield, Maguire, and uh, Holland are going to be involved? I doubt it. But we're uh, done with this. We're moving on, especially looking at the time codes. Oh, shoot. We're going to move on from there to this week in video game history. All right. Superhero landing coming up. This week in video game history. 1988. Okay. A sequel to the first game that had a save feature. This one also had a save feature. It went from a traditional kind of RPG to more of a side-scrolling aspect. Not entirely. I'm describing this poorly. Well, the first... Save feature on the Nintendo Entertainment System. First game that had a save feature on Nintendo would be Legend of Zelda. This would be Legend of Zelda 2. I'm sorry. Uh, there is no Legend of. It's just Zelda 2. Oh, well. Close enough. Funny, it's called Legend of Zelda, but Zelda's never really in the first game. Yes, she is. Well, I mean, Link is more the star. Like, Link has always been the star of Zelda. Yeah, she doesn't really show up until, like, Ocarina, really. Yeah, exactly. 1990, uh, this... What? It's just one of the videos from the video series I want to show you. This guy goes to Comic-Con, and this girl's wearing, like, like dressed like Zelda with ears. He goes, can you hear me better with those ears? He goes, yeah, I can hear you being a little bitch. I laughed. I don't know what you're talking about. You'll, you'll know when I show you after the show. It's called Side Talk. You're going to love it. The second best puzzle game. I'm sorry. Just New York Knicks me? Yes. It's the same people. You'll, it'll all make sense. It all comes together. Anyway, continue. Second best puzzle game for Nintendo in the early days. This one moved itself from the NES to the Game Boy. Tetris? I said second best. Oh. Dr. Mario. It is Dr. Mario on the Game Boy. 1995. These are all Mario. Oh, there's one non-Nintendo uh, one this okay. week. Okay. 1995, the second of uh, original tr- trilogy on the Super Nintendo, focusing on your sidekick with a red hat. Uh, oh, would this be Donkey Kong Country 2? Yeah, Diddy Kong. Not as good as the first one. Uh, as far as a trilogy goes, look, to be honest, the first one's really great, and I don't particularly love the second two. Mm-hmm. 2001... Uh, some people consider this the best of the series. I don't personally believe that, but uh, Nintendo's main fighting game, but second installment of the series. So you have to get specific. What year again? 2001. Okay. Nintendo's premier fighting game. Okay. A lot of people consider it to be the best one. Me personally, I don't necessarily agree with that. So in 2001, it's it's not Street Fighter 2. No, that would have been in the 90s. Yes. It's like Super Smash Brothers 2. Uh, I don't think that was the title of it. But it has to do with Super Smash Brothers? It might. But Super it, Smash Brother All-Stars? No. <laughs> Those are Nintendo words that you're throwing out. There. I am. It's Super Smash Brothers Party. Melee. Whatever. Super Smash Brothers Melee of the game. I get, like a, I get a muted bell. A lot of people think that's the best one, and I don't necessarily agree with that. Yeah. But that's fine. 2003, I love this game. It's the second one of a series. In 2008, it had a Mark Wahlberg starring movie that no one remembers because it was a piece of shit. 
uh, you slowed down, much like the Matrix and bullet time, and you ate a lot of drugs to make your pain pain go away. Got to deal with a lot of guns. You had a leather coat. Great times. Max Payne two. Oh wow. Max Payne two. Oh good. <laughs> I don't feel like you get a bell for that because I said it was a sequel. Oh, well. But I, the fact that I pulled Max Payne out. You're not going to get this one. 2009, right. uh, this is Zelda game, sequel to Phantom Hourglass. I'm giving you all the clues. Something about the whispering wind. I'm sorry. It was Spirit Tracks. Woo, woo. Get on that train, bitches. They don't have trains in Hyrule. Doing Spirit Tracks. By Spirit Tracks, you mean cocaine? No. Okay. I mean a train. Oh, okay. Riding that train. High on some spirits. And that's it. All right. So from Max Payne to CJ McCollum having a collapsed lung. Wow. <laughs> which sounds painful. It's time for Jared's Sports Reports. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk. But there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared's Sports Report. All right. Well, we're going to start off with, if you like running the football... What a weird game, but the New England Patriots beat the Buffalo Bills. They're the number one team in the AFC by a game and a half going into their bye week. Big win up in Buffalo against Bills Mafia. Uh, they play the Bills again in a couple of weeks. They have the bye week, then they play the Colts, then they play the Bills again. So, man, what a what a weird, but like for me as a football guy, it's such a like, crazy entertaining game of chess. It's like Bill Bill Ledger's like, okay, this is what we're going to do. 50-mile-an-hour wins, we're going to run the football. Sean McDermott, the Bills head coach, was like, there's no way he can run the football every play. Bill Belichick's like, the fuck I can't. An NFL modern era like record number of rushing attempts. And three pass attempts is the lowest, I believe, in franchise history for the Patriots. Mac Jones, two for three for like 19 yards passing. I've... I've seen non-New England things kind of impressed with how the Patriots are doing. Oh, yeah. I mean, right now, they are the most likely Super Bowl, according to like Vegas odds makers and prediction machines and things like that. The Patriots and the Buccaneers, 10% chance of happening. So that, that's a really low percentage chance. Well, considering well, considering all the possible permutations, that's the one that comes up the most. So it's actually statistically astronomically high. When you think about the no, number, it's not ten percent is not astronomically high. Considering ten percent is the highest percentage pointage of any of those matchups, I mean, still the Patriots could finish as low as like the fifth or sixth seed. But I mean, a couple more wins, they're going to end up being the one seed. They're going to get another buy home field throughout. That's wild for a team that started out two and four, and they've won seven in a row, longest active win streak in the NFL. The Bills now have got to go play the Buccaneers. Tom Brady. At quarterback who's historically owned the bills i'm aware of tom brady you may sound like a surprise like you know the buccaneers have tom brady they do oh. i've got to start watching the man in the arena stuff i hear it's fantastic but there was a really cool meme i loved it it was a picture of bill belichick shaking sean mcdermott's hand at the end and it said when you've beaten a team so many times they've named it after you there's also another graphic that bill belichick has more wins at the bills as i think he has the number number two amount of wins like he's second on the list of home wins or wins in buffalo that like they put up so i got i'm explaining it horribly so espn put up a graphic of bills head coaches the buffalo bills head coaches and like number of wins they have in buffalo over the last like 20 years bill belichick is number two on that list for wins in buffalo jesus well good for him yes he's won there 19 times so yeah it never cracked a smile once oh no he smiled the other night there was a smile there was also a he Got caught on national TV wiping his nose onto his hand and then wiping it onto his sweatshirt. But it, in his defense, it was cold and windy. 
Yeah, that's fine. So yeah, Patriots Patriots are cruising. It's funny, the week that Mac Jones, like a week after Mac Jones got named the offensive rookie of the month in November, he only gets to throw the football three times, and one of them was on an audible, and I think he got in trouble for that. But anyway, Patriots continue to roll. They continue to win, playing really well. Also, it's very likely we could have a Patriots-Packers Super Bowl or Patriots-Cardinals. Well, we'll have to fight then. Okay. Every time there's a touchdown, we'll punch each other. <laughs> wow. Know. Every time there's a touchdown, the other person has to take a shot. You do that. Okay, there we go. Do I have to wait for touchdowns? No, but I mean, it's, right. just, it's additional. All right, what else? Uh, Base- Bruins. Baseball isn't happening ever. They're they're done forever. Yeah, probably. They're on a works. They're on a lockout. Major League Baseball is actually taking down all the player images off the websites. Really? Yeah. Because <laughs> like, well, we don't want to be in violation of some sort of labor agreement and likeness usage because we're not under contract. You're not under contract with us. Hilarious. Uh, what else? The Bruins continue to Bruins. Bruce Cassidy, although he's the he's out of the COVID protocol, he's not allowed into Canada because he's been too recent a COVID positive. So the Bruins will be without their head coach as they head to Canada for some games. I think that's about it. Oh, the U.S. announced today, along with several other countries, they're involving them. They're going to be doing a diplomatic boycott of the upcoming Winter Olympics in China. Great Britain also joined that. So that means the players, like the athletes, will still go. But there'll be no like official government representation. Yeah, and I'm told we'll pay. Do what? I'm. I guess China put it like, oh, the U.S. will pay for this. Like, will we? Yeah. Or you send out a sternly worded tweet. Yeah. Guess how much Zion weighs? Uh, a lot. Give me a number. Two twenty-five. I was gonna. I was gonna tell you to guess high because you are so far off. Really? By over a hundred pounds, you're off. Zion Williams weighs three hundred and twenty-five pounds. Three hundred thirty pounds. Holy shit. <laughs> And he hasn't played a single game based on his broken foot, which is probably a weight-related injury in the first place. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's a big boy. Yeah. Slightly. Yeah, that's insane. That's um, massive. Is he a dud? He might be a dud. He might be. Like, he went into his rookie year as, like, you know, the person, like, the man will be taking the face of the league from LeBron when he retires. And I was just like, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be able to play at all. Hmm. Yeah. 325 is kind of big to be able to play that position. 330. 330, Stop yes. Stop saying 325. He's more than that. Well, you said 100 pounds. That was stuck I in my head. more than. Wow. My God, yeah. I thought 225 was a good initial guest. <sighs> I guess no. I was my, my, I no. guess I was wrong. Look, everything bad is happening in Portland. They fired their GM. Damian Lillard is unhappy. CJ McCollum has a collapsed lung. Everything's falling apart in Portland. I notice how you're not talking about your Celtics losing to the I'm Lakers. I'm not. I'm getting there. The Pacers, they're blowing it up. They've put it out. They said, hey, we're having a fire sale on everyone. Oh, cool. They're doing a total rebuild. So I don't know if, let's say I was a team that was lacking in shooting and had a bunch of uh, young players that uh, were tradable assets, plus a Marcus Smart. I mean, granted, Marcus isn't available until like January 17th, I think. Are you asking traded. for a friend this right now? I want Sabonis. Give me Sabonis. You know, if you listen to he that can slowly, shoot. it sounds like, give me some bonus. I get a bonus for some bonus. Ugh. I mean, sure. Why not? I guess. I mean, I don't know. Some bonus would be awesome. But yeah, Pacers are fully blowing it up. They've just flat out said it. Like, what do you got? Yeah. We're doing. We're going into a full rebuild because um, we're too good to be bad and too bad to be good. So we need to mix this up. All right. There it is. Personally, I want some bonus because my God, the Celtics use some shooting. Uh, it's they could have used some defense last night. Yeah, they could have used some of that. You weren't watching. Shut up. I watch the highlights. <laughs> I read the Twitter. Yeah, 
Uh, it, it, they're on a five-gator run. I heard what Jalen Brown said after the game. To be fair, I don't think I did. Uh, he's like, we were sloppy defensively. Jail- he didn't have media. No way. No way did Jalen Brown have media availability. Was it Jalen Brown? Who was it then? Was it Jalen Brown? No. One of them said it. They felt like there was one of the few games this year where they didn't outplay the like they didn't play harder than the other team. Yeah, uh, they're on a five game road stretch. It's gone okay overall. Uh, Tatum seems to be kind of ah, turned- it was Tatum. That's who said it. Tatum's turning a little bit of a corner with uh, his playmaking, especially his passing is really kicked up in a big bad way. And it, boy, he was really trying to pull that, especially in the Lakers game last night. And to be fair, there's a Clippers game tonight at ten thirty. I hate ten thirty games. So late. Yeah. But I mean, he was really just trying to pull the team up. He scored like 16. Like the, the beginning of the game looked so promising. Like Tatum scored like four, was it 14 or 16 in the first four minutes and the Lakers had scored eight. But when they came in, the first half was really entertaining. They came back for the second half and I knew within 45 seconds, I was just went like, uh oh, like you could just see the effort wasn't there. I'm like, why are we not trying? Yeah. Are we that distracted by Ben and JLo? What are they talking about? How better in love again. He did Jennifer Garner dirty. Stand by it. Uh, I mean, she made her be in Daredevil with him, so that's that's where it started. <laughs> we had to be in a terrible movie together. I don't think that's what uh, ended their marriage. No. Any, yeah, but whatever. Um, It's been okay. Last, I mean, the Lakers game. Who boy. Second half. If, you, if your name wasn't Jason Tatum, and it was so obvious, just, my God, they have no shooting. That's where it's like, you see like a guy like Sabonis getting on the market. I was like, oh my God, go get him. Because they have no shooting outside of Tatum and Brown. Yeah. And all this stupid talk about, like, oh, can they play together? Like, yeah, they can. Because if, like, I I know the on-off numbers don't fully, like, match what I'm saying, but if the two of them aren't there, there's nothing. Like, there is no shooting on that team. Unless you're just throwing lobs to Rob Williams. Oh, yeah. Which, to be fair, look really cool. But they don't win you games. I mean, sometimes they do. You know what wins you games? Running the football 46 times. <laughs> We're moving on. That's it. That's that's sports. All right. It's me yelling about basketball for a minute. Yeah. It's been a long show. We haven't even got to the meat of it yet. I know. And what's crazy is I'll still have time to edit the whole thing before the Clippers game starts. That is exciting. All right. We're going to move on from there. Uh, we haven't talked about Hawkeye yet. So we got four issues. Four issues. Four episodes of television to talk about with Hawkeye. Hawkeye, hot guy. Got to get my notes out. All right. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret. I'm always angry. It's time for an Editor's Note podcast review. So uh, a couple early things of this show. Number one, so very clearly drawing from the Matt Fraction, David. Oh, yeah. Aja, Aja, I'm not quite sure how to pronounce it. Like with the, the title credits. The one that we read. Yes. Like the aesthetic they're going for is exactly out of that. They're stealing a lot of stuff. Like there's a car chase from it. They're stealing the tracksuit mafia. Notice that they didn't, uh, they didn't smash up the really nice car, though. Well, I mean, they did, but they weren't in it. Yeah, that costs money. Hanging out the side of the hanging out the side of the car, shooting the arrows, the arrows not being labeled. Also, can we get away from Look, I love the movie, but can we get away from Avengers 2012? Like, oh look, it's that same fight again. That is true. Like that's a I haven't seen this yet. There's something about that. It's like consistently like a focal point of everything that's happening. They just keep hanging their hats on that. Yes. Yeah, it has to be about the Avengers. Yeah, no, it's sad. Her her dad's dead. What are the chances? A dead a dead sad dad. Yeah. Well, and then Hawkeye's also a sad dad in this. I also hate how they've adopted the term the blip because I feel like when that in- got introduced into Spider Man, they meant it as a joke. Like this. Oh yeah. This this is a stupid sounding name, and now everyone just says the blip. 
Uh, overall, I mean, I'm enjoying the show, but like, if you're talking about like, we've watched some of them, like clearly, like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, like, oh, they put all their money into episode one, they put all their money into episode six. This is kind of like bring you in and like leave you with something. I feel like the show, all their money is going into. We're shooting in New York City. It's very expensive. Oh yeah, there's a lot. Here. There's a lot of it there because there aren't that many like pricey looking effects. No, there aren't. And but there are a couple. There were a couple really bad green screen effects. Uh, one of the sillier things, Rogers the Musical, the take on Hamilton. Oh my gosh, that was hilarious. I love how cornball it is, and I have not listened to it, but you can listen to that, like at least that one song, like fully online. Like I'm sure it's called like I Can Do This All Day or whatever, which is so clearly just a riff on Hamilton. And I love how just yes. boring and shitty it is and cheeseball. Yeah, uh, my notes disappeared. This is a thing that's going on with my phone recently. Never in my notes app, like it just like blanks out. No, I, well, still blank. I need you to be open because you're where my notes are. <laughs> All right, give me some of your thoughts on the series. First four episodes. I like it. I think you, like you said, it was really um, you. You kind of had a trouble like placing it. I think yeah, I wrote down swordsman twice. I really think like this is exactly what it like. These little like six episodes is too much content for like a Hawkeye standalone movie. But it has that enough of a movie feel to some of it. Like, you know, it's going to end up being, what, each episode is just under an hour. So we're looking at, what, six hours total? Great math. So one hour for six episodes, I guess. So just under six, like. Six hours. Like, you feel like it, there are parts of it, like, yeah, it could be a movie. But there's enough that you don't want to, like, put on the cutting room floor. And, like, could a Hawkeye standalone movie do its own thing? Probably I not. I could have uh, probably done without, like. 20 minutes of a LARPing scene. Yeah, I really, really like this. I think it's fun. I like the dynamic. We're getting, clearly, clearly Kate is going to be a long-term... Yeah, she's going to probably join the Young Avengers. Yeah. Um, What do you think about her? So, interesting thing I was thinking about. Haley Steinfeld. I think it's Steinfeld. Steinfeld. She was also, she's the voice of Spider-Gwen, so she's got a dual role in the MCU now. But remember the movie True Grit? Yeah. Is this not essentially the same character in a lot of ways? Just because it's her again? No, no, no. Think about like when she like finds the Marshall, right? Finds whatever his Marshall. That's the movie where Jeff Bridges decided, this is how I talk now. I talk like this forever. Yeah. But it's like almost, there's a lot of parallel to that role, right? She finds finds the Marshall, old, drunk, like doesn't want to be involved, but gets involved. Clint Barton didn't want to get involved, she wants but gets to be involved. involved. But, here's but here she wants to be involved. Like there, it was like, I don't know. I think there are a lot of similarities between those two roles where she was like, had a, this is my, you know, I I look at you this way. This is the mythos that surrounded you as the marshal. This is, oh my God, it's Hawkeye. I love Hawkeye. And like, I saw you do that dive off of a building. And then I've always wanted to be you movie. since then. She's a little plucky for my taste. I think a little like sometimes little bits of it feel forced, but like also how is she like you can have a plucky sidekick like I mean I love Batman 66 and Burt Ward's they're just but is she, like Gosh, is she Batman. really the sidekick here though? Yes. She's bad at this. She like she's falling through ceilings. She's blowing things up. Yeah. Yes, she is the but also a- like inept plucky trainee yes, how inept yes. is she really that inept because she did kick the ass of some mafia members she held her own against echo and um whatever black widow's that doesn't, sister's name is doing some things well doesn't like make her not 
inept. Like, yes, she's talented. They've gone out of their way to show, like, oh, she had all these, like, early accolades. Like, she, look at all of her, like, trophies that she has in her room. Oh, look, she's a black belt. Like, they've gone out of her but way. But she to also made all of those different, those crazy Hawkeye-like bow and arrow shots. Look, I haven't seen her shoot a USB into arrow into something yet, so we don't really know how good she is. No, but that was funny. <laughs> that's what Hawkeye's all about, shooting USB arrows. Did you not enjoy the Pym arrow? Oh, that was great. It was fun. I'm not... You're mistaking me. Like, yes, the character, they've, they've gone out of their way to show that she is like uh, not only naturally gifted, but has put in dedication. I'm just saying she's a little plucky. Yeah. Also... Jack, do you think he's really a bad guy in this, or is he yes, just... Yes, he's the swordsman. Okay, well, there you go. Not uh, not like a big-tier Marvel character. Uh, he is... Oh, by the way, I love him. He's... Um, so, so hilarious. I, uh, and I'm sure this is honestly why he got cast, is he came into, like, Better Call Saul two seasons ago, and he's he just does, like, evil charm so well. He also has a oh, mustache yeah. of that show, <laughs> but he, he just, so, I just, I love his smarm. I love just, he's got that crazy attitude, uh, in the books, uh, even in the, um, the series, this is based off of like, he was shown to be like, uh, one of the people that trained Hawkeye, how to be a fighter. Uh-uh. So we might see that we might not, uh, we do get Hawkeye's hearing aid. I, I love the idea. It's like, I don't even know what happened. Like I've been around a lot of goddamn explosions. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that's just a funny conceit. I just, I think, I, what I really like about this is, like, we kind of see, like, we saw some, like, the fallout, like, Bucky's life, but, like, Bucky was a bad guy for a long time. Like, here, Hawkeye was one of the, well, he even, like, says in this episode, like, I'm not really a good guy, I was just a weapon, and they aim me at the right targets. Like, I hurt people, that's my job. But you can just, like, see his jadedness. I hate whenever you see him in a t-shirt, like, oh, that's right, that stupid sleeve is there. Yeah, True. But I don't. I, I like it. I think Jeremy Renner's doing a really good job with the character in this. Some interesting plot points. I think how were they able to get in and like the people that were doing the black market auction like skim the rubble of the Avengers compound and <laughs> finding Ronan's costume in the Avengers compound. One of the ones that I think is uh, I just can't get over it because like I've seen her so recently. It's like the mom of Kate Bishop. She's the mom from uh, Godzilla King of Monsters, and I'll keep on thinking. It was like. How did you get that PowerPoint when you were sending a video conference? Did you prepare this ahead of time? Still bugs me. Always good to have a PowerPoint on on dial-up. Still you know? bugs me. Pre- I'm like, it's that lady. It's always good to have a prepared PowerPoint for a predicament. The tracksuit mafia is fun. They, they They're hilarious. T- <laughs> bro, bro, bro. Yes. Funny. Well, they just have them on the, the coin-operated rides in the KB toy or the Toys R Us, whatever it was. KBG toys. Oh, oh I see what you did there. Yes, I made them Russian. No, they're fun. Uh, we got uh, Maya. Yes. Also known as Echo. Uh, she came in, I think she, was it 98 she was introduced, I believe, in a Daredevil run with uh, Joe Casada, David Mack, I think. Yeah. It was Joe Casada, David Palmiotti, David Mack, I think. Those are the dudes working on the book at that point. Unlike Daredevil, she's deaf versus blind. Oh my God, they're opposites. And um, she was raised and trained by the Kingpin. We do see a puffy hand, and I did enjoy seeing the internet freak out about how he wasn't in this episode, even though, yeah, he's probably in it. I'd be surprised if he wasn't. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, they're leading up to it. They, they has to be. That dude decapitated a man just by slamming a car door on his head. Did the physics work? No. But was it awesome? Yes. Not for the guy who lost his head. He's so good. He, my God. Oh, what's his name? Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what else. 
I was thinking about with this because I'm just looking at like some cast things and some. Uh, oh yeah, so the Avengers artifacts. So the watch. What are your theories on who the watch belonged to? Uh, I don't really give a lot of thought about the watch. I just it clearly plays an important role. I don't think it's Laura. I don't think it's Hawkeye's wife. The only watch we've really seen... Like, why would she need a transponder at the house for a watch that she would potentially be wearing? I mean, Iron Man had a watch that had an Iron Man glove in it in Civil War. That's the only watch I think we've really seen in this like world so far. So an Iron in- Man watch. I- I'm not going to claim this theory because it was an interesting one that I read. Maybe it belonged to Steve Rogers. But like, <laughs> like old Steve Rogers, like Hawkeye was like protecting him maybe. I don't know, like... It doesn't seem like it would be something like who would who would Hawkeye be keeping an eye on and wanting to track and know where they were for a protection purpose. Like that's what it is. I don't know. You could I mean, if you were talking about like Shield as a spy organization, you could have it be like a weird James Bond watch that just has like a bunch of weird shit in it. Uh what was the what was one of the other ones that somebody said Nick Fury. We haven't had a good Nick well, Fury thing I, in that's a while. That's more what I was saying. It's like it could be like a Nick Fury watch where he has like just like a bunch of spy gadgets in there. Maybe there's a laser. Maybe there's a piano. Well, no, wire. it's a transponder wire. Like you, you, like they're clearly trying to find somebody with it. But maybe they're trying to reverse the transponder because it was at Hawkeye's house. Clearly, something's going to happen where his family is involved here in the next two episodes. It has to. Yeah. So I mean, there's probably. I mean, we see that you know, like Yelena's Yale, there from Black Widow trying to kill him. Uh, Kingpin's going to show up at some point. We're going to get more of my. There's a lot to squeeze into two episodes. But an interesting kind of like. Early in the episode, Hawkeye is talking in episode four. He's talking about the shot he didn't take and how, like, you know, didn't kill Natasha. And but here, you know, an opportunity for Kate to take the shot on Yelena and she doesn't. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the show is like, and Yelena also, like, pretty much throws her off the side of the building, but clips her in, like, for safety. Like, she's not trying to kill her. Yeah. I mean, the show is it's primarily dealing with PTSD. Yes. And I think there's going to be uh, confronting some of that probably sooner rather than later now. Well, they only have two episodes left. Yeah. (laughs) So so real soon. But especially now that uh, the Yelena characters in there, I think that uh, we'll kind of be seeing that being dealt with head on. And I also, a lot of times when you deal with um, genre stuff and like supernatural or kind of extended universe stuff, you look for the metaphor. Like, mm-hmm. what, what is this representing in real life? And something that kind of hung me up on this last episode, uh, the fourth one, is we talk about, like, how his family completely disappeared. But they're also back, like, within this world. So it's one of those things, like, sometimes it's hard to stretch the metaphor. Yeah. Because the consequences in the world don't really, like, you can't really line them up. Like, it's like, oh, my God, like, my family disappeared. Like, yeah, that sucks. Also, they're fine. But he's clearly struggling with like them being back a little bit. Like, I, you know what I'm saying though? It's yeah. like it's you almost can't run that through line of I'm I'm suffering with this. One at the same time, it's not really an issue. I think he's suffering through what he did when they weren't there. Yeah, it's just it's tough to sometimes I don't know to run a, a metaphor of like PTSD or whatever they're going for when it's like. Yeah, but at the same time, like they're they got Christmas presents under the tree. Like so you're not like it f- for me it devalues the loss. Yeah. Because it, you can't it's like oh yeah, they were gone. But they're back if that makes sense. Yes. Uh yeah, definitely Kingpin's coming in. Can't wait for it. It's going to be awesome. No, and I mean, interesting that you will have episode 6 or episode 5 coming out the same week that Spider-Man does. Will there be some crossover with what happens in Spider-Man in episode 6? No. Deeply doubt it. Oh, interesting. But like 
Again, nothing happens in the MCU without it falling in line with the larger plan. I I don't see them. That doesn't fit with the vibe of this. No, probably not. You're right. But I don't know, just something that to think about. But I of the Marvel shows, I think I I'm enjoying this one the most, to be honest. And I I've really enjoyed them all. Every one of them has felt a little convoluted to me. Not this one. Not, I don't Like I said, it's like it's hard to deal with the PTSD stuff when like the results are there like Again, uh, I think it's um, like uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like I had like getting over the hump of like, don't call them terrorists. I'm like, but they are. WandaVision took a little bit of time to kind of like, I feel like it overextended itself with the mystery of what they were doing. Like, what if, it, I mean, it's just every what if story of like, we're just going to kill all the heroes every single time. I'm like, yeah, great. I've read the comics too. Loki, who's just two guys sitting across from a desk talking to each other and a guy who like had to get uh, 10 years worth of character development because he watched a montage. I mean, so they've all. Th- I think when you talk about the PTSD theme for Hawk, like, yeah, the family thing, but then you he got him back. Like, there's still going to be that. That like I said, he's I think he's dealing with the time that he was Ronan and all that, and also Natalie dying, like Black Widow, Natasha, Natasha, whatever. I'm not saying I dislike the show. I'm and not that I've disliked any of the shows really. I'm just saying I think this is the best one. They, I think they I have a hang up with all of them. They they do, but I feel like they finally have figured out the formula for making these really work, and this series is it right now. I'm enjoying. I am overall enjoying this. I I do. Um, I hope they are uh, financially giving the creators a good chunk of change because they are uh, stealing liberally. Yes, and I think that really works in the show's favor. I think it's very good overall. Yeah, uh, no. I, I'm looking forward to the last two episodes. As am I. I'm curious to see how it resolves itself. All right, that's that. Ugh, I'm out of tea. All right, this is caffeinated tea because I got to stay for this 10:30 game. Oh, well, there you go. All right, we're gonna move on from there. Letters Woo. to the editors. Now for my favorite part of the show. What did I say? Talk to the audience. Oh, God, this is always dead. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. My goodness. Is this another one that you probably should have told me ahead of time? No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think it was that complicated. We say that every week anyway. Pretty straightforward. Okay. What you got? Well, I'll prep how you can send us your own questions if you want. If you want to send us your own letters, you can do that at editors.comics at gmail.com. Okay. Always appreciated. I love then it. Then we can answer them. This week's question. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, with the Christmas season and Hawkeye. Yes, yes. What is a property that you think? I think it was character. I'm going off of memory here. It's a All name right. Well, well, there you go. <laughs> uh, what's a property that you think could get their own Christmas special? I'd love to see another Turtles Christmas special. I would not. Uh, <laughs> I could skip those. Mm. I've seen so many. I mean, I would love to see um, the completed like Spider Verse like Christmas album that the Chris uh, Pine version was doing. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I'd love to see that. That would be hilarious. Fantastic Four would be a fun Christmas. Go a little bit off the wall. Um, go with a Punisher Christmas special. John Berthold's Punisher. <laughs> God, wow. <laughs> Get dark. Sure, he's gonna kill everyone around you, but at the end of the day, he'll find the Christmas spirit. Ah, okay. And his heart will grow three sizes that day after he shoots out the hearts of at least three other people. But wouldn't like a Fantastic Four Christmas special be good? Like I they, mean, like they ben, all. Ben's Jewish, so you get all the holidays then. Well, there you go. Yeah. What else could there be? Just something from the Amalgam series, <laughs> just an Amalgam Christmas. Assassins. Oh wow! I forget, I forget who those characters were. I just remember that was the title of the book. Yeah, that was that was not. <laughs> No, not feeling that. Other potential like properties for Look, Christmas. We know 
a King Kong Christmas. He tears down the tree at Rockefeller Center. We know officially with the Marvel Universe that Santa is a mutant and one of the most powerful mutants there is. Damn right. So if you want to show me a live action version of that or when he got the Infinity Gauntlet, that's, it, that was amazing. Oh, wow. <laughs> An X-Men Christmas? Yeah, they could kind of do anything. Yeah, Mary X-Menis. Mary X-Men's. There you go. An X-Men Xmas. There, there have been a number of X Men uh, Christmas comics. Yeah, but I mean, the name itself just works works for it. You could definitely do that. Maybe Santa can't deliver all the toys, and Superman has to help. Do you think they have Christmas in the Star Trek universe? I can't remember a Christmas episode. Can you imagine like a Christmas episode with Data? Was there ever a Star Trek Christmas? No, episode? I don't. I, I cannot think of one. Not off the top of my no, head. I mean, how how the hell is Santa gonna make it to Risa? <laughs> Maybe that's where he goes after Christmas. Going to Risa. Ho, um, ho, ho. Oh, they're giving plenty of gifts on Risa. Get the Horgoth. They're, Deadpool, they're, Deadpool they're Christmas would be hilarious. Down a chimney. Okay. And if you want to ask us questions. Deadpool had a Christmas movie. That's where he tied up. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fred Savage. Yes. I watched some of those clips on YouTube. I don't know how many I saw, but I was like, all right, I get what you're doing. All right. There you go. <laughs> if you have any questions you want to ask us, fill up our mailbag at. Editor's oh, by comics the way, we had one that annoyed me the other week when we were asked, like, oh, is there any place you would like to like go for like real-life comic locations? Yeah. I gave up some answers. Literally the day after that, a Comic-Con museum was open in San Diego. I was like, son of a bitch. Oh, well, there you <laughs> Literally go. Literally the day after well, that you can I add, answered that add question. That. <laughs> add that to that. All right. So, again, if you want to add to the mailbag, editorsnotecomics at gmail.com will answer your questions. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. All right. Well, if you enjoyed the show, go to patreon.com slash editorsnotecomics. And uh, get a subscription there, and you get behind the paywall for some really cool stuff. Dollar a month gets you the show the day we record it and uh, other exciting accoutrement. So check that out, patreon.com slash editorsnotecomics. Plus, you can also uh, get in touch with Zach by checking out uh, his Twitter at editorsnotecomics. Yeah, and you're on Twitter doing something. At Junior Rich. All right, so maybe we're here next week. Maybe we're not. We're here next week. Okay, we'll be here next week. Definitely. For something uh, holiday-related, ho, 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 um, happy Hanukkah and the rest. Yeah!